Welcome to More Business, More Life podcast. I'm your host, Steve Napoliton. This show is for C-level executives, entrepreneurs, coaches, consultants, and speakers who have found success, but they don't have the life that they want. On this weekly show, we're going to be talking about business skills to have more business while we design our ideal life and have more life. More business, more life without sacrifice. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the More Business, More Life podcast. And today, my special guest once again is Giovanni Casals. And we're going to talk about how do we listen to ourselves? How do we listen so that we don't? So I always say life taps us and taps us and then it slaps us. So how do we listen to our intuition, our inside voice? How do we connect with that so that we can make the right decision, navigate life with a less pain, less slaps, so we can go with a little bit more comfort. We're going to break down some stories where Giovanni's had a snowboard fly off his car and I've got stuck at airports and how we're able to like take these lessons and shift them to have more ease in our life. So if you want that, then to just go ahead and listen to the rest of this podcast because we're going to break it down. Well, Giovanni, we are here again. And I know this might be a topic that we touch on in a number of ways prior, but I just feel compelled to talk about, you know, this whole idea that if we use our intuition and we listen to our feelings, we could actually move and navigate life a lot smoother instead of, you know, because I do think life taps us and it taps us and then it slaps us. And that's if we're not aware of it. And I think it's uh, if we can dive a little deeper into the smaller pieces that if we recognize or have more awareness, we actually don't have to get slapped. We can actually navigate smoother and not have pain, you know, to find our way. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, I mean, this is some of the topic we've touched on before, but it's, it's so deep, so much you can get into with it. So glad we're coming back to it. Something that kind of came to mind as, right, as you were talking is uh, my wife's pregnant, right? So we're due here shortly and we're taking a hypnobirthing class. So it's hypnobirthing for those who don't know. It's a way of kind of helping women go through labor um, in less pain and being able to like go through breathing, through visualization, through affirmations and all this other stuff. And uh, we did this exercise the other day. This is kind of like the pain. So this is kind of like, I guess I'm jumping into like, how do you listen to that inner voice kind of thing before you get slapped? And it's like, what came to mind was the hypnobirthing, but like slowing your mind down or slowing, slowing your thoughts down so you can listen to that. And we did this experiment um, where they had us grab ice in our hand and just hold it. And I was like, I don't even know how long it was, but she's like, just hold it, hold it there, like breathe through the pain, like listen to your mind, even though your mind's saying it's hurting, like, you can still breathe through it, but like you can hear the voice kind of going through it. And I don't know if that has anything to do with what we're about to talk about, but this is what came to mind. I was able to, and I've never been able to do this before. I was able to slow my mind down from the pain and like just listen and breathe through it. And so what I guess I'm getting to is the slowing down, right? After the minute was done, like, okay, that kind of hurt, but I got through it. And then what I noticed when I was reflecting back is like, oh, hey, I have control and over the thoughts that were going through my mind when I was in pain, like I slow, I was able to slow my mind down and just focus on my breathing and really tune into my body, which is really cool. Cause I mean, I, I've known about this type of stuff, meditations and all that other stuff, but to have that kind of physical experience with something like that, and then be able to see it almost like instantaneously, if you will, that was really interesting 
to be able to slow the mind down. I think that's where the slapping comes in. We're so busy doing, 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 and then life's like, Hey, here's this thing. And you just pass it by. Hey, here's this thing. They pass it by. Here's this thing. And it's like, boom, here's this thing. And then you're like, Oh, whoa, whoa, wait, where did that come from? That was where that there's out of the blue. And then you're like, no, it's like, it's been staring you in your face this whole time. You just were too busy. Your mind was going too much or, or whatnot. That's kind of what just came to mind right now. I don't know. If that's- it's on point. It's right. <laughs> you know, hey, talk about listening to our feelings. You went with your instinct. You're like, oh, this is what came through. And then you just shared. And I think that is part of the solution is the slow down. You know, when uh, you're absolutely correct, like when I was always going, never stopping, always in the hustle, working longer hours, keep going. Not only do you become more delusional because you're tired and exhausted and you're not recovering. So that's even another layer of impaired vision, if you will, impaired knowing because we're not, you know, I didn't know when I was in those times, I did not make the best decisions and I surely didn't see the opportunities before me uh, as clearly, if at all, if at all, because I was going so fast. And so slowing down really does play a huge factor in, in all of that, including adding the recovery in, you know, it, it's, it's definitely, so you just, you just nailed it, you know, and it's interesting when you brought it right to pain, like specifically like acute pain, like holding fro- something frozen, you know, like in your hand. And, and by the way, I did the same thing when we had our kids, they we must have the same teaching lesson. Cause I remember holding that ice and I thought, Oh, I could hold ice. I've held ice before. I like filled coolers. But then when you like actually squeeze that ice, it actually hurts more than when you're just like dumping ice in a cooler or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's so, uh, so interesting. But even in that moment to slow down and recognize the power that we have within, because it all ultimately comes back to our choices. And I think that's even what this is maybe even about. We, you know, when something is hurting or something is happening to slow down enough to be aware of the choice that we have, because normally we wouldn't even, we would just go and then it would just keep hurting instead of saying, oh, wait a minute, I have a choice. You know, in an extreme version, you could have the choice to let go of that ice right in that moment. But also you could have the choice of, you know, turning that off, you know, because, you know, the nerve endings are there for a reason, you know, and it's tricky too. I want you to tell that story about to add another layer in here, uh, that snowboarding story, because, you know, here we are uh, having these things. Oh, well, I just have to have positive thought. If I want these things to happen, I just have, and that is important. We want to go towards positive. We want to you know, bring more positive around us because what we saturate in our life will occur. But also we need to trust the thoughts that are going through our head because they are trying to tell us something. Maybe why don't you just tell the story and then let's talk about all these layers into this. Yeah. So many years ago now, when I was uh, snowboarding, living in Utah, um, been snowboarding for many years and uh, just one day was going up uh, with some friends, I believe, and just kept having the the nagging feeling my snowboard was going to fly off my rack. This has never happened to me ever before. Um, I've had a snowboarding rack for many years, never lost a board or anything. And just uh, on the way up, I just kept out this feeling. I was like, my board's going to fly off my car. Like, it's just going to fly. Like, I don't know why. It just kept like bugging me. Anyway, get up to the mountain, have a fun day of boarding. At the end of the day, just driving back. And uh, I think I dropped off a buddy or something. And then on the freeway, 
I was just going towards my exit and my board had a, a different plan and blew off and took the other exit. And it just, yeah, I was just like, what the heck, man? I was worried about it all day. Then I was like, did I cause it because it was my thoughts? And then I think you reframed it for me or was it, you said like, or was it your intuition? Like you knew it was going to fly off and he just kind of, you know, um, thinking it was my, my negative thoughts or something like that. Good thing though, I was able to get my, I was able to pull over run down the uh, entrance ramp for the freeway, go across the street and grab my snowboard and then re- get my snowboard back. But yeah, it was a powerful moment of like, did I create it or was I anticipating it or no, knew it was going to happen kind of a scenario. And those lines are blurred so much in my life since it, it, we don't, what do we notice in our intuition that's, that, that's uh, in our, in our future and what are we manifesting from like an affirmations type scenario and it's it's really you know probably in the last like eight nine years the the line is kind of thin between that and so i think we do need to recognize when those thoughts uh come to us you know because you know the fact that it's reoccurring as well you know uh those signs those are part of life trying to tell us something, you know, and it's not like, you know, I don't know the whole situation and we can unpack that story more, but you know, it's not like you were having like a negative day or having a negative vibe or putting like, you know, all the, all these bad things happened to me. I think it was more, that's probably why I reframed that because you weren't in that intention and you had your day, but you were still having this hit that uh, we're doing. And then when we get into this positive mindset, we tell us, oh, don't be, don't be negative, blah, blah, but actually we might need to take notice. And it's a lesson because now it's like, if something ever happens like that, how much extra time does it take to pull over and double check? Yeah. And I think since then, and then since being with being around you, it's like when I have a, a feeling of something in my head, it's like, oh, you should grab this. And then I don't. And then later on in the day or whatnot, um, then I was like, oh man, I really should have grabbed, I should have grabbed that. And then there's times where I've, I was like, hey, I should probably grab this. And then I didn't need it. But then there's times where I, I grabbed it and was like, oh man, I'm really glad I, I grabbed it when like I thought of it. And so like, I think it's, it's, it's trusting yourself, trying to learn to trust yourself and be okay if when you trust yourself, it didn't work out the way you thought it was going to be like if you needed something or not so say like an umbrella right like you're just like well it doesn't say it's gonna rain but i really feel like i should bring my umbrella you bring your umbrella and it doesn't rain like okay well like you just you're just you're starting that process of trusting yourself like well hey, i kind of had this feeling so maybe i needed it for something else and then maybe you bring the umbrella and then you leave it in your car and then one day you're you're going out and then all of a sudden some freak uh, rainstorm happens, right? And you're in your car and you happen to have an umbrella because you brought, thought of it that one time and you left it in. And like, you never know, like these little things like come into place. You're like, where did I put this thing? And then like you lose it. And then all of a sudden it pops up somewhere else where you had put it because you thought you needed it. And then, I don't know, just crazy things like that have like happened, you know? No, that yeah. I believe that. I, I 100% believe that. And I think that's where, you know, going back to a book that, you know, I love that I read in 2015, which is uh, Michael Singer's Surrender Experiment. And that whole, the whole premise of the Surrender Experiment is to surrender to the idea of whatever you first think of, especially when it comes to decision-making, because many times as you're alluding to here, like, should I grab an umbrella? Let's say that question ponders into our mind. 
probably to to your point, Giovanni, if you pondered that initial question in the first, because I do that all the time now too, even with like herbs in the morning when I'll be mixing maybe a cacao or uh, or a smoothie, and then I'll think, oh, reishi. And I, you know, I have my, my reishi mushroom uh, herbs there or something. And then I'll be like, okay, now I trust myself. If I feel, if that just even pops in my head and I wasn't planning on having reishi in my smoothie, then I'm surely going to put it in now. I'll tell you that like now being the Steve that I am now, because that popped in my head for a reason. But then if I do ponder something and I ask myself a question, I work and listen to the first answer because in the surrender experiment it talks about we get a yes let's say we ask any question or yes or no question as an example here we get a yes we'll spend this time talking ourselves out of it many times and i look in my own life i'm like oh wow i've done that tons of times or i'll get a no and i'll talk myself into that thing and you know and even one of the last big times that this happened to me and it caused me a lot of grief was one of my trips to canada so this is obviously prior 2020 when I was still traveling for speaking. So I'm in Toronto at an event and we are finishing that up and I'm with my family. So there's five of us. And then we're going to Denver for another uh, speaking engagement. And so I, and I had some pre-meetings before that too, that I needed to get to. So we get to the airport with pretty ample time, like, like two hours and 45 minutes, you know, it's still international. So there's a little extra time and they have like two gate agents to go through and we're waiting and waiting and waiting. And now it's getting to the point where we're going to probably miss our flight. We finally uh, get, they didn't open it up. We even asked, Hey, can we get help? We're starting to do it. No help. And we finally, and this is us customs. I don't know if anybody knows in Toronto, if you're in the United States, if you, um, you go through us customs on the Canadian side. So it's not even Canadians that did this. Like it was, it's my, it was the United States that created this process that took way too long. They didn't get enough people. Tons of people missed their flight. We weren't the only one. I get there to the gate. They just closed the door. Like literally I could see them. We were running as fast as we could. And the worst part is they kicked all our bags out, all the way out through customs, everything out. We had to go all the way back out. And I'm upset now. And I go to the counter to ask uh, to get another flight and I need to get to Denver. And then right away, there was an option to leave the airport, come back the next day and fly. And we would have got direct to Denver in, 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 it wouldn't have been as nice because my plan was to sleep in Denver and go to my meetings the next day. So I wouldn't have gotten that, that luxury, but I, uh, for some reason, and I, it was like, yes, take this. And then I, part of me was like, no, we're at the airport. I look at my family. We have all our luggage. Everything's packed. We're there at the international terminal. And I'm like, well, I'm going to go back out in Toronto. I don't have a place to stay now because we left our Airbnb. So what am I now? I'm going to get a hotel and da, da, da. And I just start telling myself all this story. So I stay at the counter and spend another 45 minutes finding all these flights and they're not just direct either. Now I have to go to like Chicago or somewhere else. So we end up getting this flight to Chicago. We go back through customs, get on this flight. And then in Chicago, major delays, the plane's broken. We end up spending the night in Chicago 
for like a couple hours too. And we're at the airport. So I only get like uh, into a hotel. And I, and I did, I was so exhausted. I got a hotel room for like two hours just to lay down though. There was, because luckily O'Hare airport, if anybody travels, there's a hotel on the airport. So we were able to walk out of the terminal and go into this hotel. So that was one only maybe good thing. And then I, then we finally got there and I did, I was late. I had to like move my meeting by two hours. The person I was meeting in Denver before the speaking engagement, and it was a mess and it was exhausting. And I slept just a couple hours and I know inside myself right now. And I know I told this long old story, but just to get it into even for myself right now, if I would have just listened and left, it felt harder in my logical mind. Oh, leave the airport, go get a hotel. I ended up having to do all that and worse and get on multiple flights and travel to places I wasn't planning to. If I would have just listened to the yes and that one was so significant. And I know I already knew this lesson, you know, this was only, I think this was in 2018 or something. So this is, you know, relatively recent for me. And I've already been practicing these things, but I needed that contrast. Like I even know now that was a life slapping me because it was like, you know, this already, Steve, and you should have listened to yourself. And now when those things come because of that day and how bad it was, I'm reminded to listen listen to that inner voice that I, the first instinct, Giovanni was to leave. When they, when they told me, yeah, there's a flight direct, the next flight direct to Denver is tomorrow morning. I should, and then I should have said yes, right then. Yeah. So let's pause real quick and take a break and we'll be right back. I just want to give a big shout out to Pro Audio Voices. They help me with all of my podcasts and Becky and her team are just amazing. I've known them for years, even before I started my podcast. And that's why she was my go-to because not only does she help me sound great and produces the podcast so it's easy for me, I can do what I do best. I do the speaking and the interviewing and then they do all that background work to help get the podcast out there in the right way with the highest quality. But on top of that, what makes it most critical to me, for those of you that know me, wow, clients are important, wow, relationships are important. And working with Becky and her team is definitely wow. I get an amazing experience. I get to work with amazing people. A lot of love and hugs, let's put it that way. So if you want to work with great people and you want to get a podcast out and you want to let go of all the technology and the way that it's recorded so you can do what you do best, then you definitely want to get a hold of Pro Audio Voices. And it's ProAudioVoices.com and you'll be able to reach Becky and her team and be able to let go of all that stuff so you can do what you do best and then delegate the rest. Yeah, man. It's, I don't know. It's, it's just every time, every story I hear or just experience I have myself, it's it just more and more just like list, listen to yourself, trust yourself um, and everything will work out. And it never fails. Everything always does work out, right? You can go like the more difficult path or you can take a slightly easier path. Like there's all these choices that are there. Like it's just up to us whether we want to listen to the the easier or take the easier or the harder path or whatever other paths there are. It's, it's, just, it's, I, I'm always fascinated by it. I'm like, Oh man, yeah, I could, if I just would have listened to myself earlier, I wouldn't be in this predicament that I'm in now. Yeah. Running across the freeway to pick up a snowboard. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, just, yeah. Just pull over and just check it, clip it in. But, but, but I think at the same time, I think we do need, sometimes we need the slaps to really kind of wake us up. I, 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 myself, I try to 
listen to and see other people's experiences, especially quote unquote bad experiences that they have in life and try to learn from those. Right? I forget who it was. I think it was like a, a Jim Rohn who said like too bad people don't pay to listen to people's failures or something like that. It's like close to that. It's like, cause it, it, if you can just sit down with your friend who's made all these mistakes in their life and just listen to like, okay, what did you do so that I don't do that kind of a thing? I try to go that route, but like sometimes you need to get, get a little slapped in the face to be like, oh, wow. Okay. That's the path I'm going down or, Hey, I really should start paying attention to these kinds of things and whatnot. So sometimes I think it's good. Yeah. It's so, uh, that I love that saying we are bringing up about Jim Rohn because one of the first business, uh, it was a small business, uh, guy that I, I watched him and then he said something pretty profound to me. And I was young. I was, when I met him, I was 17. And he said to me, he said, Steve, smart people, they learn from their mistakes. Wise people learn from other people's mistakes. He said, be wise, be wise, pay attention. That's what he was always telling me, just watch, watch. And it's easier to watch than to have to fall, to fall, fall yourself. If you can watch someone else fall and learn how they fall and, and not fall, then it's much easier than going and falling and then having to learn in that. And you're going to have both. And he also said that to me in that moment. He said, you're going to have both. You're going to, you know, you're going to, you're going to, have those points where you're going to not leave the Toronto airport <laughs> and you're going to not sleep for a night. And you know, I mean, like you, to your point, Giovanni, it was okay in the end. And the person I was meeting, they knew, I mean, how many times you have to call someone, Hey, my flight got messed up. I'm going to be late, you know? Yeah. And then I just remember getting to the hotel, running in, taking a shower. Cause I felt like yucky, you know, after all that, like 24 hours of travel, I think I can't remember. It was like 30 something hours from the time we originally got to the Toronto airport to the time I got to Denver. It was like 32 hours. And I was, I, I can't remember the exact time. It was somewhere around there, but I remember it being longer than a trip to Sydney. <laughs> I was like, I was like, no way I've flown smoother and faster from San Francisco to Sydney than I did from Toronto to Denver. It should have been no problem, <laughs> but you know, but that was one of those slaps that will, I, and I tell you just in the last two years, I've thought about that moment when I get it and I'm like, okay, don't do the Toronto, (laughs) you know, for me, that's my my internal talk. And then I'm like, stay to it. So, you know, it was just another slap that I needed to listen more and, and every year. And so for me, just the, you know, as we start to wrap up this discussion today, I think, and I don't know what little tips you want to add Giovanni, but for me, it started with big decisions because I could ponder those a little bit more, but now it goes all the way to when I'm making a smoothie. If I think about a certain fruit or I think about an herb, then I'm like, Oh, I guess I'm supposed to put that in there today. And I'll, and I'll, I'll put it in there and it'll be like what I need. And you, sometimes I find out after they're like, Oh, it, this is really good for that. Or this is good for your kidneys. And I'm like, Oh, and uh, cause I've had like acupuncture appointments and they're like, Oh, we need to work on your kidneys. And they're like, you should drink more of this. I'm like, I just added that to my smoothie today. No way. Okay. You know, it's like, <laughs> of course my body was so look at that. My body was already asking, Hey, heal your kidneys. It needs a little extra love. And, um, and you know, lo and behold, my, I was just thinking about, you know, that it's, uh, it's wild. It's, it's, it's wild. Um, yeah, man, I, it's tough. There's uh, a lot that kind of popped in my head. I think 
it's that like listening to that gut feeling, whatever you want to call it, right? Your gut feeling, your instinct, angels, God, the universe, whoever, whatever label you want to put on it. Like when you have that, and I think obviously I can't speak for anybody my, but myself, but like, I think you, you know, when that voice or that thing is saying something like you just, and it might be really quiet if you're new to this practice, but if, if, if you're listening to this and, and you meditate and so I'm sure you're probably fully aware of it, but it's like, if, and I don't know, for me, it's not necessarily, it hasn't been big decisions, it's like small things. And I noticed these small little things in my head. And like, when I don't listen to it, like, oh, and it's never been anything that's been like detrimental to my health or anything like that. You know, like if I didn't bring a jacket or something like that, but like, I've just noticed when I listen to myself and I allow myself to take that step to whatever that voice was saying, that current path or that certain path was smoother than if I when I didn't listen or wouldn't listen, like if, if we believe that we're like a, I getting a little spiritual here, but if we believe that we're like spiritual beings having a human experience kind of thing, we already know everything within us, right? We already know everything and whatnot. It's just allowing that, that higher self to be able to come through the, the meat suit, if you will. Right. And so just allowing that voice to come through. And, and when I do listen to it and I still struggle with it and not listening to it fully and whatnot, but when I do listen to it, um, I do notice that things are smoother for that that certain path. And that path could be just, you know, for the day, could be for a couple hours, whatever that path is taking me. But whatever it is, I've noticed that it's been smoother and more pleasant to go through. So I would say to you listening, if just take a moment and that's all that's how it starts, right? Like, oh, I noticed this thought. Like, oh, I noticed I should put this uh this herb in my drink today. Oh, I noticed I should bring a jacket or an umbrella. Like just start with there and then just like start and then it gets bigger in my eyes it would get bigger and bigger. Like, okay, I, I listen to this, then I can listen to this bigger decision or whatnot. And like the voice kind of gets louder and more more um readily available for you to grasp on, I guess I would I would say. It's like tuning into the signal better yeah. and better. It just because you're practicing at that tuning gets better and better. And, you know, just even you made me think of several things as well to, to echo on this is when I, I, when you, when I used to be in a rush, for instance, like making that morning smoothie, I would just do the routine, dump this in, dump that in, blend it real fast, put it in my cup and go. But it was in again, slowing down and actually, you know, and I start with gratitude. You know, our tagline is choose gratitude, create freedom. And I found gratitude for my food. It energizes my food. I, it might sound silly to some of you if you've never done this, but like I'm thanking the, the food as I put it in. And I'm going beyond that too. I'm thanking the farmers, wherever it came from. Sometimes I know the farm that it came from because uh, we tried to do that now, know our farmers. But if I don't, I just imagine whatever farm it, it came from. I even imagine the transportation that it took to get to wherever food stand or store I was at. I think the store people I'm uh, doing. And sometimes it's truncated. You know, I'm not saying like I'm never in a hurry. Sometimes I have to make a quicker smoothie, but I still bring all that gratitude in there. And, and I typically do that. And then I put that in there and I say, let this feed my body, you know, just the, all these thoughts. And by doing that, I noticed, and I've noticed this even recently, because there's been a couple of days where I was going a little faster. When I slow down enough, then I'll be like, oh, I don't need this today. Oh, don't put this in there or put this in there. And if I just barrel through it, I would just do something without the thought. And I think that's what you're coming to. If you just, and it doesn't take much, just an extra 10 seconds. 
and I can have a little bit more awareness of what I'm putting in my body. And this even goes to that, that smoothness that you're bringing up. Then I feel better in my body. I feel more energized and I don't feel bad or I have stomach pain because I ate too much or I ate the wrong thing and, and I don't feel as energized. And so all of that mindfulness, but you know, wherever it is, start somewhere. And that's why I was saying I some I started with bigger decisions, but then I got the smaller decisions. Like, am I going to put banana in my smoothie today? You know, and it's whatever it is for you or what you're eating and even slowing down eating at dinner, lunches, all of those things, slowing down an extra 10 seconds before you call someone. If you're even saying, should I call them or should I not? You know, just check in with yourself, whatever that is. I, I think the best thing that Giovanni and I are coming to here and I don't want to put words in your mouth, Giovanni, but I, I think I'm just piggybacking on that slowing down. If you gave yourself an extra couple breaths to make a few more, to make and just, and start with whatever decisions you're doing. And then like Giovanni said that it'll tune in clearer and clearer, and then you'll be able to make split to sec, second decision. Cause now I do it like in a second, I'll think about something I'll be with, you know, we used to sometimes, you know, take forever to pick what to have for dinner. And now I'm just like, you know, letting the first thing come this is it. I'm like, that's it. Or even we've been when sometimes when we're looking at real estate and she's like, I'm like, nope. And she's like, what do you mean? You didn't even look. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to trust, you know? And then, and we've done it together long enough. Now she's like, yeah, okay. And we skip it. We just don't even give attention to it. Cause I would have wasted all this time. But right away when I saw the house, I'm like, nope, not for us. So just, it takes time to get that trust in there, but just allow it. And, and the last thing I wanted to touch on that is that whole thing of beingness and the spiritual being and wherever you want to, you know, take it, you know, like even if you, you bring the word God into this and you look even to the biblical sense, it, it even there's lines in the Bible that uh, says, you know, God is in the likeness of us, or even, you know, in new Testament, I think there's places where Jesus, I think likeness, some people take it into this, form like you're getting at uh giovanni of like being a human and we have that picture but i think it is that spiritual sense like every bit of our energy is made in the same likeness as that energy which is all this oneness that we are together and that's why you can say that it's inside of you you can say this energy this universal energy is inside of you this god is inside of you and you can connect with that and that is what prayer or meditation is when I was in Barcelona, Gaudi, if you haven't looked up his stuff, amazing, way ahead of time architecture. And I told, and I'm walking around with my family and I'm like, oh, this guy was tapped in. He was like, I knew he like had some tap into source. And then guess what? As we're going through the tour, the tour guide said he would go to church three times a day and like pray for like an hour. So like two to three hours of his day was in prayer. No coincidence. Like right there, that was a checkmark confirmation. I'm like, he was downloading all this architectural plans. If you ever get to go to Barcelona, I really encourage you to go look at his buildings. He was doing things with ventilation before anybody else was thinking about it. Like, and, and just beyond the thought and the way that he shaped things. So this is what we all have. So in, in closing on this for me, Joanna, if you want to add any last tidbits, you have all that power. Every one of us has all of this connection inside of ourselves. 
And it comes back to that moment. If you just give yourself to all you need to do to start is give yourself an extra 10 seconds, give yourself an extra couple of minutes. And if you can, if you meditate every day, you'll start to become more and more aware. Even if it's just for five minutes in the morning, you'll be able to be more aware of your voice, that inner voice, that power that's coming to you will serve you. I know it served me and I know Giovanni, you're saying how much it served you, but that's what I would want to press upon this audience today with this thought, you know, life will tap you and tap you and then it will slap you. So if you don't want to get slapped and I get slapped a lot fewer times, I'm sure I'll still get slapped in the future here because, you know, but each time that happens, it gets longer and longer before the next time that happens because the learning goes deeper. So I guess my, my final thought I would say is that uh, no matter where you're at in your journey of life, like you have it within you, you have that voice and it, like you said, it just takes a few extra seconds to just stop and breathe into it and, and listen. So yeah, no matter where you're at, you have this capability and this ability. It's not just Gaudi or this ultra successful person who does everything and achieves everything. Like every person from baby to the oldest person on the planet, everybody has access to it and just uh, choose to believe in yourself and, and the, the voice, your inner voice, I would say. It's so beautiful. And, and even listen to our children because uh, uh, you know, this is a good closing. You brought up the very beginning of this podcast, uh, becoming a new dad. And with our children, we started to notice when they didn't want to eat food at the table. And it's a common theme in parental practices. And I'm not saying that never happened where we want you to eat vegetables and here's why this is good for you, blah, blah, blah. But we actually didn't have that much difficulty eating with the children. But there's a couple of times that some of our children resisted a certain food, come to find out they were allergic to it. You know, so again, it like was another validation. I'm like, no wonder she didn't want to eat that. Her body was telling her not to eat it. So we just got really loose with that. And then we said, okay, if you don't want to eat that, then, you know, go get something else. And if that was enough consistently, and it, it would turn out that it was just not a good food for them at that time. It wasn't, uh, and, and there was actually times we found out confirmed that they were allergic to something that they didn't want to eat. Wow. Yeah. So paying attention and paying attention to our children, I think that's ultimately it. Just get, I would, I would say my final closing thought, I know I said this like three times, but just take <laughs> a breath. If anything, it's in that moment. If you're trying to make a decision, you're not sure, give yourself a breath, give yourself one minute. If you could walk outside and give yourself two minutes, even better, but just if it depends on how big the decision is, but either just take a breath or give yourself a little time, find inside and listen to the first answer. It typically, in my case, is almost always the correct answer. Nice. Well, thanks for having this discussion with me, Giovanni. And I, I'd love to hear, you know, where, it, it put the stories here, like in the chat, wherever you're looking at this, whatever social platform you're listening to bits of this on, or if you're in the podcast, you know, reach out on our social media, let us know, you know, what was valuable about this. But, but what I really love to hear is like some of your stories. Cause I think, you know, Giovanni and I are telling our stories. When did you know you should have listened to yourself and you didn't, or when did you listen to yourself and it worked all, it worked out, you know, tell us some really uh, positive outcome story. I mean, Ultimately, they probably all give us lessons and they all have a positive outcome, but love to hear some of your stories there. And if you have any topics that you'd like us to start covering, please put that in there. Any questions you have, we are looking for our next topics for some other future podcasts. We'd love to hear that. If you really like this, please subscribe, like, 
you know, write a review for us. We like all that stuff, just spreads more love. And uh, we're just appreciative of everyone in our audience that listens. So until next time, remember, choose gratitude and create freedom. Thanks for listening to the More Business, More Life podcast. I hope you got value. And if you did, we have so many more things for you at stevenopleton.com. You'll be able to connect with us on social media. We are active. You can ask us questions. And then on top of that, I want to give you a really big gift. And it truly is. We want to give so much value. We have an offering. It's a program called Clear Path to Customers. It's the same way that we attract wow clients and only working with the right people, the people we want to. And it's transformed my business into millions more in revenue with the right people and my clients. And we're doing it absolutely free. So you can go to stevenopleton.com and grab that. You just got to put in your information. We'll send it to you promptly. And that again is on stevenopleton.com. I look forward to having you on the next show. Until then, remember, choose gratitude and create freedom. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.